0: The greatest podcast in the world, The Chicken Nick Show, is brought to you by the best coffee in the world and the best person in the world with the four best locations in the world with the four best smoothies in the world and the best tea and lattes and mochas and cappuccinos in the world and the best prices. In the- okay, I'll calm down. It's the beanery. It's Paul. It's four locations. Gretna, Papillion, Ashland, and, of course, 168th and Giles. They're serving people coffee. If you're not crunk and you need to get crunk, you know what to do. Get your coffee game right at the Beanery. That's it. Here's the putt. I just don't think this conference will last long. Um. Mm -hmm. Sick and Nick.
1: Sick and
0: Nick.
1: Sick and Nick Show. Here we go! Tommy Tuberville was right, but he was talking about the Big 12, not the Pac 12. Big 12 better than ever. Pac 12 deader than ever. Welcome in, wow! To the pod, it's like
0: you're you. It's Here. like you're a professional. Look at you, just like that. Was nice. That was that was nice. I like I always like the casual like like couple of sentences and then you welcome into the show like that's that's a that's a baller move
1: from you doug so well done i just i just sat down i'm in a hotel that's why it sounds a little different i'm in a hotel in greenville north carolina okay uh eastern north carolina here for the little league softball world series i'm here sunday i mean it's college football live last week and now it's very similar sport yes little league softball here uh through wednesday Through Wednesday, let me, I mean, the, the question in everybody's mind, is: anybody got Katzopoulos yet? No Katzopoulos. We thought we were going to have one earlier today. There's nothing worse. And I mean, nothing, nothing in civilization worse than when a team is up 10, nothing. And the run rule is 10 after four. That's the Katsopolis rule. They have mercy on you. Yep. Okay. 10 after four bottom of the inning team comes up first pitch ground ball out. Second pitch hit by pitch third. Then he steal a pit, steal a base. And then eventually they're throwing the ball around, 3 oh, runs score, and we play another hour. Just, another oh, hour. My which allowed God. you to go mow the lawn. Yes. Which allowed you to go mow the yeah, lawn. Yeah, I, I, I was
0: able to get my mow on. So, I mean, the, if you want to – listen, it was rough for you. It was good for me. So, I mean, if that makes you feel better at all, then there you go. But, no, you sound good. You sound good. Hopefully this this hotel Wi-Fi yeah. holds up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Tommy Tuberville – Who's laughing at Tommy Tuberville now? You know, nobody.
1: He was talking about the Tommy. Pac-12. <laughs> Tommy Tuberville nailed it. Tommy Tuberville got it um, again. He was talking about something else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we we only have a, uh, 30 minutes here because the Zoom. <laughs> we, we are not spending extra money to upgrade Zoom. Nope. So that means if we go past 30 minutes, they make you wait now for 10 minutes to start a new Zoom. Why? Why do they do that? I mean, that's interesting. I mean, they're trying to, because
0: what is the Zoom subscription? Like, is it nineteen ninety nine? Like, what are we working with here?
1: Like, I mean, I have to spend 20 bucks a month, so I don't have to wait 10 minutes to fire it up again. And is what's that? And is 10 minutes just enough of an inconvenience to be like, all right, we could wait
0: 10 minutes, or we could subscribe for $20 <laughs> a month for the year so this doesn't happen i don't know i'm it's, i'm not it's sure it's
1: like when you're on a flight you're like i really need the internet i got to get on twitter when's our flight land 37 minutes you know what i'll spend 12.99 it's ridiculous how just impatient how people
0: it. are and like i got to wait 10 minutes like i would rather pay 500 dollars throughout the course of the year than wait 10 more minutes you know so we can't so does this mean we got to like stay
1: Focused or like? I, I want to I just know. play something here real quick because okay. I want to play the sound that we need to play before we go through this. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Someone sent us a a highlight from. Uh, let's see. This would have been. Sorry, tweeted it out. Okay. No, we're wasting time, Matt. We don't have time
0: know, to look around.
1: Okay. Zoom this, is gonna get this us. This was. The Husker 24 7 podcast. And it was the title was Wrapping the Start of Nebraska Football Fall Camp. Wrapping the Start. Okay. Like I don't know if they took a page out of your title, but we're wrapping up the beginning. 20 reasons why we're wrapping up.
0: Yes. 20 reasons why
1: we're wrapping up the start of fall camp
0: (laughs) on the Nick Club Podcast.
1: So Joe tweets it and it says, Barney Cotton, Ben Cotton. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. Josh Martin over here. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Here we go. So, Brian Christopherson is on this podcast. And, BC, I know you're listening, man. We love you so much. Yes. And I laughed so hard when he said this on the podcast. Like Josh Martin over here. Christian Ellsworth is a young coach he likes who's going to be in that system, in that tree now, it seems like. Um, and at some point, he'll probably get an opportunity doing something. Um, but I watched uh, – and people make fun because I over-enunciate my T, so they'll enjoy that. I have to say Josh Martin a lot now. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Christopherson, people make fun that I over-enunciate means... Shik and Nick won't stop, and specifically Nick Baugh yeah. talking about how <laughs> Brian Christopherson says his tease so emphatically that is no it's there's no subtlety nope. it's subtle tea. subtlety subtlety no subtlety yes God, that,
0: oh that is so good I mean he I think it was you I think I finally probably turned to you at some point during the Shik and Nick show I was like <laughs> hey man have you noticed that <laughs> Brian <Christopherson, laughs> he's <laughs> toperson really the best enunciator of of things in the world and we were in the cotton era too so i mean it was like this is just made for him but i Barney love you BC. Ben I think bc cotton. is one of the funniest when i w- whether it was me having the the you know the great honor and privilege of being able to talk to that guy every week whether it was on chicken nick or on game time when I listen to him on other shows now, I like, I think he's a he is as good of an interview, he's funny, and he just enunciates. So that's all, you know, we're 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 we're
1: just great. We're poking. We're poking it up. I uh, poking it up, it up and it poking up. the bear. And slow it up. So uh, I want to get to this. Uh Alyssa Harrington tweeted this out. Yeah, this was good. Coming in hot with the drops, but not until 6 a.m. Uh, this was from their KSNB morning newscast. And uh, this was an upgrade for Uncle Joe Scanlon because he didn't sound like he was slurring his words or on Novocaine. Here we go. And I'm
0: Alyssa Harrington here with meteorologist Travis Pineski. So yeah, that mug is thick out there. <laughs> it is muggy, and it's gonna stay that way. <laughs> Joe, wake up! Now. Wait, you okay. can't. No, I can. no, no, no. I can get... do a drop. But you has... gotta,
1: you gotta prepare me for
0: this, Alyssa. I was not no prepared. One I just me got deal. smacked. What it is. You mo- yeah, we get smacked by that humidity. You <laughs> go outside. Hey, you feel it. I-
1: <laughs> the It's a thick mug. The mug is thick. Muggy is muggy. This mug, thick mug. It, it, that's going to be in the nomenclature in the vernacular now can we just, for meteorologists. Can
0: we just stop for a second? And I'm trying to remember when it all began with, you know, Travis, Alyssa, and, and Uncle Joe, where, where Uncle Joe and Travis were, were dropping drops on Alyssa. And here we are, whether it's, I don't know, 12, 18 months later, and it's Alyssa that is straight up dropping it on, on them now, right? Like, this is this is you impressive. Know
1: what? You You take Mrs. Nebraska, and then you're just like, you know what? You're not missing on any drops and missing on ever, any opportunity. She's just dynamite God, right that's now. so good.
0: That is just so good. Well done, Alyssa.
1: Mm. Good job. Good job. You're Miss Chicken Nick. That's what you are. Ah, uh, that's a great question to put on the poll. How about this? Is Alyssa Harrington miss miss it? Miss Is it Miss or Mrs? How do we do that? What do we do there? I don't know. Well, yeah, we're both married to yeah, other women. So yeah. I would say miss. And Alyssa's and Nick. married too. So it's
0: like, let's just I mean, what's the like you know? It's like all... when I
1: asked Melissa when <laughs> who did I ask? What was that question I asked oh, in the show?
0: Gosh. What, well, I asked Melissa Joan Hart that not at all question. you know. I right. Clarissa, like, but I
1: asked, it was a Dancing with yeah, the Stars or something. I right. asked someone. Yeah, is there goes, something well, brewing between
0: you two? And like, no, oh, we're both married. So, and it was like, okay, we're going to go dig a
1: hole and just jump in
0: it for about 14
1: years. <laughs> I can't remember who that was. I can't either. Someone I'm sure will remember it. Yes. But, but put is, it on the, how are we
0: phrasing this? Is Alyssa Harrington the the Miss Miss
1: Chicken? Let's go Miss. Let's not this and, and what would you rather? What's a more prestigious title? Mrs. America or Miss Chicken
0: Nick? No, and add a third option. Would you rather be Miss America, Miss Nebraska, okay. or Miss Chicken Nick? Okay. Let's just... Miss, Amer- Miss Miss America or Mrs. She's Mrs. America. Mrs. America, Mrs. Yeah. Nebraska, <laughs> Miss Chicken
1: Nick. Miss... Okay. There's a lot of <laughs> options there. Would you rather be she... Barney Cotton? Jake Cotton or. Ben. <laughs> would you rather be Mr. Cotton or Mrs. Cotton? Or. Would you rather be Mr. Cotton, Mrs. Cotton, or Miss Cotton? This would is brought like, to you by BC. Would you like to be Barney Cotton owning a cotton gin and eating cotton Candy? Or would you rather be Ben Cotton wearing a 100% cotton t shirt? <laughs> Is how about this? How about this? Is everyone in the Cotton family required to wear 100% cotton shirt? Hey All man, right. hold on. Let me see that tag. Hold up now. Polyester, yeah. you get that out of here. The in laws are allowed to wear something else. They're not 100% cotton. Right? Don't have the DNA. Good uh, luck. Hey, good luck for me.
0: That poll question. There's gonna be a lot of options there, and yeah, you're gonna be succinct a lot happening there yeah yeah
1: uh should should we do the
0: polls by the way before we fast. does it not feel like we are moving really fast right now i know no let's let's keep let's keep moving let's keep moving let's do it so
1: give me the polls brother from another mother Uh, all right yeah we are moving a little bit quickly but let's go through the polls come on get last week If Matt Rule is as good at coaching as he is with the media, will Nebraska rename the stadium after him? 71% said yes. Wonderful. Is Nick Colorado and his house the Big 12 Conference? (laughs) everything's changed 86% said yes yeah oh this is this was a great question did Matt rule and Sam McEwen meet in a dark alley prior to Big Ten media days to discuss his question and how to answer it 91% said yes see I, th- I think we have we have outed them Sam
0: McHugh and Matt rule in cahoots you heard it here first love it. people
1: love it I love it Joel I, I love, love it. it I love it I love it <laughs> Thank you, Joel. If the Big 12 added Montana and Wyoming, would this become the official podcast of the Big 12? 95% said yes. Who says no to
0: that? Hey, how you doing? I'm
1: doing well. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was uh, Montana, and I was thinking, I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana.
0: It was Wyoming. I apologize. You,
1: you know, one of the things about this that I just realized is just how forcefully he comes back in with the no at the end, like he's definitive. It was
0: one of the non-conference
1: games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize.
0: That's that's loud.
1: No, what? No, no, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. Mm. I apologize. He yeah.
0: he is is. If there's one thing he's sure of, is that. <laughs> that's the only part that he was completely sure of. You know? <laughs> that it, it wasn't
1: Montana. It was my... my no, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry for wasting your time. No. I screwed hey, up. Hey, up right now. Come on.
0: We got to step... Speaking of wasting time, uh, we're wasting Zoom time. Okay? All
1: right. Was that the biggest um in the game? <laughs> 87%. Said yes. Uh, of course, with uh, Matt Rule. Um love that episode last um, week. Um, um, um what do you prefer to learn from the past, prepare for the future, or live in the present? <laughs> uh, uh.
0: Learn from the past. You know, prepare for the future, but live in the present.
1: Sixty-one percent said live in the present. Okay. Well, should conferences with numbers in their names constantly update their league names based on the number of teams in their conference? 87% said yes. Is anything more dramatic than the echo? Um, 68% said no. And did that woman go to the Arizona School of Journalism? 92% said wow. yes. Thank you, Coach. I'm going to lean on you. When you're a Cornhusker, it means a little bit more.
0: Oh, my gosh. I I don't know what this means, but I would have to say this might be. We've had more polls above 85% in the 90% range on this batch of poll questions and maybe like anyone before it. So I don't know what that means. That's got to be good, though, right? That's got to be good. Has to be. Has to be
1: good. Chuck, Chuck it up is good. You know what's not good? What? What's happened here in the last week? Yeah, it really is. It's not man. great. It's, it's not really great, Bob. not.
0: Like, <sighs> I'm sure you got takes on takes on takes,
1: but you got a double take I, I burger. Was, Do you have a triple take, double take burger? It's tri- got a triple take, triple deke. What's better, triple take or triple deke? <laughs> well, I mean,
0: if you're Gordon Bombay.
1: <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> poll questions <laughs> are so dumb. So. <laughs> I was doing College Football Live last week, like three of the four days that we had shows. And I remember on Monday, I had just gotten out of a shoulder MRI. So I'm walking out oh of the, gosh. To the time hospital. Out. Hold yeah, on. 30-second timeout. It's out. like a
0: part. Hold on. Nope. I'm going to take a... I got, I'm allotted one thirty and one full. I'm going to use my 30 here. Hold on. Is this from coaching
1: more baseball games than Joe Girardi and throwing a lot of pitches? This was from last April. So... <laughs> Fifteen months ago, throwing a ground ball really hard and ripping like something out of the something. Oh man! Now it's been hurting to sleep most nights. Oh, and then we no. went to Colorado, and I was sw- I was throwing a bunch of footballs to the kids as they're coming off the the swimming pool uh, oh, slide, oh, you know, and hitting them as they come down. And then right. just hasn't been good. So I got another m. I got an MRI where they put the dye in you. Oh yeah, your boy done it, did that. The contrast MRI, yeah, and it's not a it's not like a tear of the rotator cup, but there's like a six millimeter something that's doing something. And I googled it and said, well, usually you don't have surgery for that. I'm like, great, then I just won't, I won't get better. So here we are. So what?
0: Are, so are they I, they telling you to lay it, let you know, stick in the bullpen, stay stay in the bullpen for a while.
1: They're telling me to stay in the bullpen and don't expect a call for a long time. Okay, I mean, wow. But I can't, like, I used to be able to throw the ball over the mountains. Like, I used to, like, from center field, you, yeah, okay. to home plate, <laughs> kids would be in awe <laughs> of my expertise see, and my ability. Now I can't even do that. Yeah. Now I can't. I've got nothing left. Right. Nothing left except being a parent of four That's kids and a husband. I bet, if, I bet if you
0: if you got some Jermaine dye and looked at my right shoulder, <laughs> it would not look good. I mean, you boy, I mean, if people th- see me throw a football, they'd be like, you were an all-state quarterback? I was like, really? yes, I was. And now I can't even, I mean. Your boy would get picked sixth quick.
1: You're Great. like, in my defense, we did run the ball a lot. <laughs> my defense. In I, my defense, I did pitch to Barrett Rude uh, nine out of ten snaps. Uh, <laughs> this is, oh, there's no question. It's like, about wow, that. you were a quarterback? Yeah, we ran triple option at Nebraska. Oh. oh. Well, you were a college quarterback? <laughs> That's right.
0: Where'd you play? Air Force. You're like, oh. God. <laughs>
1: Okay, third, dude, how far'd you throw it? I don't know. Well, where'd you play? Army. Oh. oh,
0: okay. Never mind then. Never mind. All due respect. Look at us disrespecting the service academies.
1: I don't know. Watch Protecting us give up a third
0: and watch us give up a third nine with an option that we've seen forty-eight <laughs> times already. Okay, sorry. So, Thirty-second anyway, timeout. Uh, we got first whistle. We, okay. Well, hold it. My
1: farm is a little sore. My my, my farm. farm. Is a little sore. I don't have access. I forgot the hard drive. I don't have access. That's okay. We can just say the drops. You
0: already did that with Clatt, yeah. You know, I'm sure clatt has got a tough. You know, he threw a lot for the buffs. I'm sure he's got a. He needs to get some Jermaine Die in that shoulder and see what's going up in that thing.
1: I can't believe you used the phrase Jermaine Die two or three times already. <laughs> Jermaine Die is this podcast <laughs> mentioning Jermaine Die more than anyone in the last year. I don't think there's any okay, question about a, that. That's a poll question.
0: Boy, he was good. He was, he he was, was a baller. Good. He was a baller. Okay, we're at minute 20. 30-second timeout right. is over. Continue. I don't even know where we were at. What were we talking about?
1: Quick timeout here from the chicken and Nick show to tell you about our friends at the Beaner. You might be wondering, "Shick, what is wrong with your audio? You don't sound as good as you did earlier in the pod. Well, stay tuned to the rest of the pod and find out exactly what happened. So I do apologize for that. But um, are you... Do you find yourself really interested in coffee? Like, Matt Rule, what do you think? Um. No, you can't be that indecisive, Matt. You can't be that indecisive. Welcome to the beanery, Mr. Rule. What would you like? Um. No, I I understand why you would be indecisive about it, because they have so many different offerings. Um. I know, Matt. I know. Chai tea, hot tea, red eye, bulletproof coffee, mocha, white chocolate mocha, hot chocolate, caramel latte, the chicken, Nick drink, iced caramel pecan latte. You get it iced. You can get it hot. Which kind would you get, Matt? Um, Okay. Uh, This isn't working. You can get smoothies as well, some breakfast sandwiches, dairy alternatives. Do you do gluten-free oat milk, almond milk, coconut milk, or soy milk? Which one of those, Matt? Um... All right, Matt. Thank you for your contributions. Do you like the coffee truck? Um. All right, I can't do this anymore. Nick, please take it away.
0: No, I can't. I can't either. Okay, I just I have I've lost my patience. Okay, I've lost my patience. All right. Do you know they do have a lot of different kinds of smoothies though? I mean, I'm looking at it looks like nine different smoothies of the smoothies on the menu, Matt. What would be your favorite one? Um. Okay. Can you make – you know what I don't want? I don't want to be like, all right, it's fourth and two. Are you going to go for it from the 48, Matt? Um. <laughs> be more decisive. It's easy to be decisive when there's something as delicious and amazing as the beanery, okay? Should we wrap this up, Matt? Um. Okay.
1: It's the beanery serving people coffee. Um, <laughs> Matt. So We're last about, uh, Monday, I'm Hall. walking yeah. – a- I'm walking out of the MRI after the Jermaine die yep. is in the shoulder <laughs> and we have, uh, I think it was uh, Sam Acho and Harry Douglas. And we're talking about what we want to talk about on the show. And we we're just going to talk about, you know, Hey, how about this starter? And Hey, is uh viewer is going to be much better this year than last or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what exactly we were talking about. We we're going to talk about on Monday, uh, maybe some ACC stuff. And then we said, okay, are we missing anything. And I said, well, I- I'm kind of, I feel like expansion and realignment. There's some stuff that I'm reading about that maybe could be something today. But could you just check with Pete Thamel and see if there's anything new? Oh, then we do. And by, wouldn't you know it? He's got a story coming out later that day, right, about something. So we threw that in there, and then it dominated the, the headlines the rest of the week. Every day it was something else. Yep. The show is changing an hour before, and it was like border regions. This. Big 10, Washington, Oregon, this, Arizona, Big 12, this, ACC, Florida State, throwing a fit, trying to set the stage right. for their SEC-coveted invite. But but then the whole week happened, and then it finally becomes official, and I'm doing Sirius XM Big 10 radio Friday morning, where it looks like the Pac-12 is going to survive, and then die within yes. the span of two hours. right? And then did College Sports Radio 84, when just as it was being announced that Oregon and Washington were going to get Big Ten invites. So it was, this was a roller coaster of like seven or eight hours. It just goes to show you how fast the, we act like,
0: well, this thing can't happen overnight. It's like, ah, actually, it kind of can. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I'd have yeah. to I, not that there weren't preliminary exploratory conversations or whatever that had been had between Oregon and the Big Ten and Washington and the Big Ten. But the reality is it seems as though that this moved quick in terms of the Big Ten being like, should we do it? Should we get... like It's almost like Ocean's 11. Like, Should we get one more? You think we need one more?
1: Right. Let's get one more.
0: And then they went and they got like, should we get Oregon Washington? Should we do it? Ah, let's do it. Okay, boom.
1: Yeah, and Twitter was not built for conference realignment. Uh, That was a really silly day. Yeah. And even when they announced the Friday morning, hey, they're meeting, people are optimistic. And I texted Rittenberg at one point going, aren't they meeting because they have to? Because... The Apple deal is expiring on Friday, so they have to meet. Mm -hmm. And then there was thought that maybe the deal was better than they originally thought. Anyway, you read all the stuff and you go, the decisions that were made were like made, like you said, overnight, in the morning, like, oh, my goodness, we better figure out something. And these are generational, financial, the consequences of these decisions And the decisions that are made, they're made by people that won't have to deal with the impact of the decision. Right. At all. Right. And it's just this was a week, and I'm not gonna lie. Like this is and I wouldn't lie. I hope Uh, not. Let me be honest. Like if those people I'll be honest. Like, good. Good. Just different than what you've said the last year. Discount everything you've said up to this point because you were being honest. (laughs) What? It was. It's one of those news stories where it makes me want to stop being in this business of talking about college sports and college football. I won't, right? Because it pays the bills, right? And I do enjoy it on the day to day, right? I do enjoy it when we're talking games, but the business of college athletics is such a dirty, dirty business that it just made me go. I'm done with this too. Big right. college Atlanta. We hear big pharma, big tech, big business in college football, big college uh, athletics, just as filthy, right? Just as filthy. Right. It's, and it's really, and, and I don't have to deal with the repercussions. Like no. I, I'm not traveling. I'm not. My favorite teams aren't being uprooted like others. But uh, it's really tough to see a conference like the Pac-12 just be. Yeah, I mean, 100, sabotaged. 100... Even though it's like, even though they have a lot to blame, like For they. Sure. they they, they could have taken the ESPN deal a few years ago. They decided not.
0: They to. could have maybe grabbed Oklahoma and Texas all the way back in 2010, and they decided not to. Uh, the, there's no question that the Pac-12 had played a role in its own demise, but at the same time, it is it is truly remarkable to see a hundred-plus-year-old conference just die within a span of a a, a week. In really a year where it starts with Colorado, USC or uh, USC and UCLA, but you're right. I mean, two two things. Number one, I thought you you had a tweet that was very well put, where football makes the decisions and pays for the other sports, while the other sports pay for the decisions made by football. That's perfectly put, and it jives with some things we've seen from whether it's softball players or whoever other Pac-12 athletes in the non-football schools being like, man, this wasn't what I, I signed up. I wanted to play in the Pac-12 because I wanted to be close to home. I wanted to be on the West Coast and all those sorts of things. And now that's not going to happen. And I just, the thing that is so, it's like, I'm just not sure outside of the budgets of these universities, like what, who enjoys this? Who is happy with all of this? You know what I mean? Like, it's just that—that's the thing that's so amazing about this—is like most of the people involved are usually like this stinks, but yet everybody's like, "But I get it," and it's
1: like it's just frustrating that that—that's the reality that we're in right now it's like when you we want to make money so well I guess honey if we want to make money we have to invest in this stock whose values we totally go against and is supporting things we don't like but this is what we have to do if we want to keep up with the Joneses you know no yeah. one is happy with this nobody nobody I mean other than I'm trying to really think other
0: than and it's it almost doesn't count because it was it's a totally different move like other than Creighton to the Big East like Creighton is thrilled with their change in conferences right like I'm just trying to find a whole bunch of schools that have changed conferences and everybody's happy
1: you you know like it's hard to find those teams again football is the driver and remember the according to the college administrators and the coaches it's NIL that is going to just be out of control and ripping this ripping college athletics apart right it's the transfer portal. You know, it's this conferences, and you've seen this written. It's the conferences that are entering the portal and just going elsewhere. And uprooting, yeah, you're still living there, but you're not going to the same school. Like, right. you're not, you're leaving your friends. You're leaving. I mean, college athletics, the great thing about it is being able to compete against your neighbor, compete against your buddy, and be somewhere that's close enough to drive or at least have yeah. a reasonable flight. Right. And go see. And now it's just coast to coast. Now it's just, it, it doesn't matter. And we had someone call in to our college sports radio show and said, what about these other sports? Do the administrators, what, what do they have to say about these other sports? My response is they don't care. Like, they, it, And it doesn't matter. And I get tweets like, hey, they should be fortunate to play these sports. They're subsidized by this. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess you're right, right. in that. Yes, it's a privilege to play on scholarship at these universities. First of all, the university system is a giant scam anyway, mm-hmm. in terms of how much they charge you to give you information and sign a document so you can go and get a job and go into six figures of debt. But the other part of that is that's also like you said, it's not what they signed up for. It's like if they told you and people have tweeted at me, hey, you can they can quit. Or they can transfer. Sure. But it's like if you took a job and then they tell you, all right, now that you've taken this job, uh, now we're going to have you travel here instead of what you thought you were interviewing for. Right. Now the job has changed. Well, I don't really have a choice if I want to pay the bills. Right. And for these athletes, I don't have a choice if I want to play and be on scholarship. So I'm just gonna have to deal with it. Again, these are all in some ways first world problems, Nick, but yeah, for sure. But it becomes a large deal. When you understand what what everyone's having to go through because of decisions that are made by people who won't have to bear the brunt of them, right? I, no, I, I I totally agree. I mean, it's it's just uh, like the, like the, like did the Big Ten have to do anything? No, no, they didn't have to do anything. They no. could have left Oregon and Washington alone. And said, you know what, we're not going to pursue it. But they do because of fear that they'll miss out. Because if we don't take them now at a discount, we might have to pay more later. If we don't, the SEC is going to go cross country and grab them or something, whatever it is. And and they didn't have to do it, right? But they did it. And they don't want to look predatory, but they ate them alive. Right. They They take USC and UCLA a year ago and don't want to be predatory like we all remember what you did yeah they started this
0: I mean it was like that was they delivered the first blow that that led to every uh, the the entire conference's demise but yeah it's just I mean I think we all agree No, no one likes this it's not fun I mean it's it's just you really think about what sports role in whether in anything I mean whether it's, it's for the athletes, for the communities, for the universities, and it's it's I think everyone needs to kind of stop and just kind of, I don't know, re- really reassess everything here because this week has been yeah. wild.
1: Yeah, it feels like football should separate, do their own thing, have their own leagues, do what they're going to do, their super conferences or whatever, and then everyone else should be able to play their regional stuff and set up their, their schedules that way and have – it's just football. Like mm-hmm. ACC is – and Notre Dame's ACC and basketball only right 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 it should that should be kind of the blueprint for others it's okay we are this conference in football only and, and that's then everybody else all we're doing you know oregon Everyone and washington can, kind of can of be big
0: 10 thing. football but then oregon and washington are Pac 12 or mountain west or whatever it's going to be called basketball and baseball but the
1: problem and then as we say it out loud those football subsidizes those sports so how do you do it right? i don't know so it's yeah it's not, it's not uh, going to change. Are we up I against the like clock? See, Are we up against the clock? We got eight and a half minutes. Okay, we're good. I would like to see, because I, I saw the, uh, is it Anderson, the athletic director at um, Arizona State? Yep. He had this statement that I read earlier in the day. He goes, I'm not going to West Virginia. I'm having my lieutenant AD. I've told him he can go. I'm not going to West Virginia. I'm going to Texas, this, that, and the other. And it had struck me that, and he says that, which he shouldn't say that at all, because you know who has to go is all your student athletes, right? You're dope, right? But I want presidents, administrators, those who had any semblance of being a part of this decision, to go on the road with some of these Olympic sports, some of these non-revenue sports, and be responsible to do it for like a three-month stretch. These three months, Betty, you're going, you're going with UCLA softball, right? You're going to be a part of that trip, and uh, sorry, John and in Oregon, you're taking part in their baseball trips this year. Like if you're if you're Stanford field hockey, how do you put a schedule together for next year? You have nothing. Yeah, what do you do? You're not at a conference next year. Yeah, what are those? Okay, what what are Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, Washington State? Like, what are they going to do? I really don't know. Think about Stanford. How how great of a baseball program they are. Right. I mean that's what, as do, they, big what do you of a, do for
0: their 2024 schedule. I don't know. I mean, so I heard some people talking about do they have the brand to be able to go independent and field a schedule in football. But again, that's football. What do you do yeah. in all these other sports? I mean, I don't know. It it just it it well what's hilarious now is thinking about that big schedule reveal with the Big Ten for the twenty twenty four schedule. You know, like, I mean, all this stuff, everything could change. And, I mean, who knows? Who knows by the time the 2024 season, like, is realignment
1: done? Who knows? Honestly, who knows? It's wild. The biggest losers in this were Washington State, Oregon State, Stanford, Cal, and the designer of Flex Protect Plus. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a second. I spent, we spent months... Right, I'm putting this schedule together and making sure that we knew who was playing where next year. And then you're adding Washington and Oregon. Yeah, it just, I don't know. And, I mean, and no more platitudes and talk about student-athlete welfare. Right. None. Congrats, Kevin Warren. You got the Big Ten, the Calm app for people and their mental health. Right. That's great. Right. Now we're going to be on the road forever. It's just silly. It's all just lip service, and all just this is what makes the world go round. And it's the TV money. And again, I work for ESPN. ESPN's a guilty party. I work for Fox, Fox. and Fo- I mean, right. yeah. I mean, Fox is
0: yes. I mean, they're they're cult- they're the ones that are really have been the the
1: the people driving this behind the scene, right? I mean, that's what this is. Our unsatiable desire for more more sports, sports, more and more live events and college football specifically has fed the beast of uh, conference realignment. But you know what's interesting?
0: I was listening to, I don't know if it was Gary Parish was talking about this, that like one of the things that's that's interesting to forecast down the road is when these, who knows what television and media rights are really going to look like when these deals run out. So whether the Big Ten I think comes in twenty thirty 2030 or twenty thirty two ACC it might all the way be until twenty thirty six like a big part of these deals being so big is linear television who knows what I think it was it, I, I heard the stat that sixty three percent of cable subscribers are over the age of sixty right. so so just thinking down the road like. When, when these deals get made and it's it's an Apple TV Netflix streaming only I, I don't know like what does that money look like and all of a sudden you got a lot of mouths to feed in these big conferences it's just it's and and obviously you cross that bridge when it comes I mean and it's I mean 2032 seems like it's I mean not just almost a decade away it's, it seems like it's a, a 100 years away on how much things will change by then but right this is just all so silly It's just it's all when you look at to me it's really the visual of the maps have you seen the maps hit on twitter where you look at like here's the big 10 and you look at all the schools and you're like this is just what are we doing what is this you
1: the know? one that makes the most sense uh, sec is good even though it's 12 states like hey we're all touching all the states are touching yeah you have half the country okay right. like right you have you have a lot of teams Oklahoma to Florida is not a short trip, but the Big 12 is an awesome league. Isn't it wild? It's a great league and they just did I saw the Arizona State travel stuff Brett McMurphy put out. It's very true cuz I was thinking about that. It's a long way to Oregon if you're Arizona State. It's not that much farther if at all if you're going to Kansas. Like that, it's it's a quick flight. Right. And that's
0: what you know it's wild is it, the Big 12 map almost makes the most sense. Just need New Mexico, and New Mexico State. Yeah, that's it. there's two there's two like <laughs> glaring gaps, you know, like but or there's one glaring gap I should say, but like you you there in a wild way, you Could. read the names on paper and you're like, wow, I can't believe th- this conference there with it. Th- B- BYU is in the same conference as Baylor, and uh, like yeah, all of a sudden you look on a map and you're like, eh, kind of that doesn't it makes more sense than you think. I mean, of course you, you know got what? your Central Florida and your your West Virginia and right. your Memphis out there, but for the most part kind of makes sense.
1: You know what? who would really fit well in the Big 12? Who's that? Nebraska. Yeah, they probably would, wouldn't they? I mean, I look at that map and I think about, okay, your best days are behind you. Are you ever going to catch Ohio State, Michigan? Again, there are a lot of have-nots in the Big 10, so I'm not even saying like, oh, well, you know, Nebraska is like the worst team in the Big 10. Not saying that at all. What I am saying, could you imagine if they're in the Big 12 how much of a Feeling you would have of like we can win this league, we could be the best team in this league. You know, like you could really. And Colorado's be that. the biggest brand in the Big Twelve. Colorado's the biggest brand in the Big Twelve moving forward.
0: Right. Yeah. It, football and wise, football. and football wise, yeah. But it's hard to say that, barring a ten-year run here from Rule, that they'll ever be right. a bigger brand. I mean, it, the, the chances of catching Ohio State's brand.
1: Right. Right. Pretty much slim. Penn enough. State, like you're not yeah. going to crack. And now, but now look. You have USC, you have Oregon, UCLA, even are coming in, like these brands. It's like, okay, are we getting knocked down? Right. You know what? Hit the exit. Go to the go to the Big 12 and play Kansas, Kansas State. And then the more things change, the more things stay the same. We can actually drive to some of these. This is nice. It's, it's okay. just as much it's, you want to laugh like, at that. I mean, who knows? I don't, I've just nothing. I'm going to put I'm that not, on the poll. Would you rather Nebraska play in this new look Big Twelve, get some trips to the desert, right, or stay in the Big Ten? I'm gonna put that on. Put it on the poll, baby. Put it on the poll. And you know this twelve team playoff, they're gonna change this whole thing. Highest six conference champs and six at largest. No way. It's going to at least five at the most. Five AQs. Yes. At the most.
0: Yeah, because if you're the Pac-12, you're like, well, let's just stick. Let's. Let's just try to pick up maybe some other teams, and we'll get that AQ for the playoff. And we're, you know, we're we're sitting great, but that's not how it's going to be.
1: It's not how it's going to be. That's going to be. And I
0: always, real quick, I always worry about too the 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 future of the NCAA basketball tournament. It just makes me nervous that as we continue to do these types of things and these types of things more and more, just the future of you know the sixty eight team ncaa tournament in its current form it just it feels it there feels like an inevitability that the big boys are just going to want to break off and do their own
1: in you know basketball tournament which is just we got two seconds left are we going to re-up or is this all
0: right quick time out to tell you about peerless energy systems they're the leading american manufacturer of air compressors and here's the thing chick you may hear the name peerless and you may go okay I've when you hear peerless what do you think of what's the first thing you think of
1: The first thing I think of is former Buffalo Bills wide receiver Peerless Price, who was one of the better receivers we have had. I think it goes Andre (laughs) Reid, James Lofton, Peerless Peerless Price. Price, That's who I think of. Well, here's the thing.
0: How about this little anecdote? The owner of Peerless Energy Systems, Ed McMorrow, was watching the 1998 Orange Bowl, Nebraska, Tennessee. And before he was a Buffalo Bill, Peerless Price was a Tennessee volunteer. Peerless Price was interviewed on the sidelines, was asked what his name meant, and he said it means, quote, without equal. That motto stuck with Ed, and when the company was launched in 1999, just one year later, he wanted to create a company that was without equal in the industry. So, boom, Peerless
1: Energy Systems was born. That's really, really cool. That's, uh, that's, That's awesome. Peerless Energy Systems, established back in 1999, they are the Solair authorized distributor for Nebraska and Iowa. Solair is the leading American manufacturer of air compressors. They're located in Michigan City, Indiana, the Chicagoland. They go to market via local distributors and make some of the best air compressors and ancillary compressed air equipment in the industry. So peerless energy systems, their core values, reliable, dedicated, and responsible. Let me tell you something. One of the men responsible for and involved in peerless energy systems, our buddy Josh. That's right. So we would say, Josh, remember, he and his son, Quoted the show at the Bar Mitzvah. He was at the live show. We always say, support those who support us. Josh is supporting the show. He's been an avid listener for years. He and his family. So support Peerless Energy System.
0: Josh, I would say Peerless has the core values. I would say Josh has those two. He's reliable, he's dedicated, and he's responsive to the Chick and Dick show. But with, with Peerless... Here's what you get with those three core values. They're locally owned and operated. They have certified compressed air auditors on staff. They have a large, local, dedicated rental department and 24-hour emergency response for service parts and rental
1: equipment. It's what you get with Peerless Energy Systems. Target markets include manufacturing market, food processing, utilities, transportation, refineries, and even light industrial, like body shops, car dealers, automotive, countertop makers, et cetera. So, Peerless Energy Systems, for more information, Go to peerlessenergy.com. Support those who support us. Peerless Energy, proud sponsor of The Chicken Dick Show. Um. Okay, so we ran out of Zoom time, okay? <laughs> like, there's no other way to say this. And we, we don't, don't have
0: – we're not going to wait 10 minutes. We're not going to do that. We're not – it's just not – you don't have 10 minutes. I don't have 10 minutes. Nobody's got 10 minutes.
1: Would I rather wait 10 minutes and put a – Better quality sounding podcast together, or would I rather just get it over with and put in some earbuds? Who
0: who are you talking to? Would I rather go back and delete cynical <laughs> skepticism, or just be done with it and post it and and have it become a chicken nick drop?
1: Got some Doritos to eat here. We got to be done. See what
0: I'm saying here? Hey, um, I have a question for you, real quick. Are you? I have. I think I have twelve. Song ideas, I'm up to 12 song ideas, but none of them are sticking yet. I don't know, and I'm getting nervous.
1: I'm
0: getting Pete Rose here.
1: Last week, yeah, probably about a week ago, I just sat in a computer and I Googled, okay, here are some songs from the 80s, the 90s, and I just went through titles. And then eventually I just said, you know what? I just need to go kind of live in my world. And so I found a song. Oh, you got it! And I started writing, and I don't know how many lyrics, how many time you know lyrics I'm going to go if I'm going to cut the song short. Right. But it's going to be a song that at least when it starts, people will be like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe he used this song." And then as it goes, hopefully, it has enough good lyrics that people will enjoy it. But I feel like I have a song, oh, and I'm just I'm at the point now where I'm like two choruses in, I just have to keep going.
0: Right. Keep You've going. committed, your, your pot committed, your song yeah. committed at this point.
1: I, I mean, the lyrics, it's a challenge. Like, I it, It's a real challenge to come up with lyrics, but I'm in too deep and I can't turn back I, right now.
0: I have thought about where like all, I, I have either the chorus or just like a line or two from like 12 songs. I was like, do I make a 12 song casserole of just like, a, oh a cor- I'm like, no, that's too much work and that's not what we need to do. But yeah, so I'm just, I'm struggling a little bit with this one. Like, I had Mathis Got Sacks in late July last year. Had it. Saw it. It hit me. I knew it. It was the one and it won me a Grammy. So, you know, who it, it clearly, I, I have that feeling. You know, the I,
1: irony is Mathis didn't have it. <laughs>
0: I held up my end of the bargain. Oshawn <laughs> Mathis did not. Okay? I'm also very mindful. I have a song that's that works for Tony White, but I'm like, wow, in year one of Rule, are you gonna do a song about Tony
1: White? That's pretty in the weeds. That's pretty in the weeds. <laughs> like, I've got this song about one of their GAs. Like, whoa, okay. Wow. Okay, there are seven people that get it. But. I
0: know. Okay, why? Well, just was curious where you're at. I'm yeah. jealous. I'm, I am jealous that you are. Uh, it's a marathon. You're on mile 14. I'm on mile six, and I'm like, man, I wish I was where you were at, brother.
1: Yeah, but it's still exhausting. Yeah, you still, still got exhausting. you still
0: got some some to do some running.
1: You know. In a somewhat related story, again, the live show is in uh, two weeks. It's on the 21st. God, uh, we're lining up some away. some wow. fun, yeah, uh, and and again, this is and I w- I just want to put this out there, okay. I just want to put this out there that this does cost money to put on. It costs man and woman hours. Like there are a lot of people putting this on behind the scenes. So, just I'm I'm just gonna put that out there. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say.
0: Okay, you planted the seed, and you're just you're you're. You're walking away.
1: I'm just, I'm, I'm look, I'm putting it out there and walking away because like in this day and age, it's hard to expect people to do things like extra things for free. Right. right. Like, so and I'm not talking about us no. or anybody in yeah. particular. I'm right. like, I'm it's talking just, about that. Like, yes. It, it takes many people to put on something like this. And so I would hope and, you know, I'm kind of keeping the fingers crossed here. Cause nothing bad happens when you cross your fingers that uh people will understand but i hope a lot of people come out i hope we i hope we pack it in again because yeah. it was a lot of fun last year oh it was a it was ridiculous
0: last year and yeah we're, we're cooking up some things we're 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 trying to we're trying to to, to move some things along we'll see how this goes uh
1: it's a you, once a year thing right it's a once a year thing
0: as we are we should have a i mean we had we do we are we going to play our songs at this um how do you feel about okay you just went rule on us um 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 um, um you know what i don't know i don't know I, i'm yes. trying to picture myself i'm in Hale varsity club we play the song people is that the is that the environment people want to hear it
1: you know what I would say this. if uh, It might be the kind of thing where if they're done in time and the crowd is juiced, then we might, you know, maybe that's something that we do. Maybe that's another reason to come out okay. for the possibility that okay. that, okay. Okay. that, that happens.
0: See, I'm just like, if I had Mathis got sacks, I'd be like, shoot, put put me in Pinnacle Bank Arena, and I'll drop it in front of you. <laughs> but I don't got Mathis got sacks right now, so. Right. <sighs> Right. Okay, I'm just you know we're having a show meeting. That could be that could be
1: another reason to show up though. That could be another reason to Right, right. You know, get your get a couple shekels out and come out and and go to the the Hale varsity club.
0: Listen to our terrible songs, you know.
1: But we've got a couple of things in the pipeline that I think people are going to enjoy. I've thought of them and I'm already kind of laughing and giggling at certain things. So uh, and this is one of those things like I'm I'm flying in that sunny night. Right. And late and you're and in and out doing a Monday and then I can't get out till Tuesday morning. Cause right. it's not, you know, you'd be shocked. There's not a lot of directs from Omaha or Lincoln to oh. Charlotte.
0: Oh, I know all too well, my friend,
1: <laughs> but, uh, we'll be, we'll be in there. We'll make the most of it. And, uh, yeah. Barring any more realignment, I'll be there,
0: which you never know, which you really never know at this point. Then a chicken Nick live show with just Nick, not any good. Okay.
1: Do you think it'd be awesome to have Tyler McKinney just show up and the only thing he does is at the end speaks in the microphone and says his drop? I think like that's be, the only thing he does.
0: I think it's worth every penny of what it would take for it to happen. Like he's there. He doesn't say a word to anybody. Like he is
1: clearly visibly there. And at the end we go, all right, Tyler. He wants and he has to have a grumpy look on his face yes, the whole time. Right.
0: He is Even when he's, when he's listening to the show, he's not laughing. He's not. He's just. He's a grumpy. He's we, a grumpy. And, and we have a
1: cutaway cam of Tyler every time we crack a joke. And he's just. Tyler, what do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what do you think of that idea? I'm not happy about that. Yeah, Nick. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick. Yeah! show yeah. here we go yeah 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 yes and people make fun because i over enunciate my t so they'll enjoy that i have to say josh martin a lot now <laughs> A Huda Media Production.